What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good morning. And welcome to our show. You guys, today on our show, we have a very dear friend, Sarah Barker. Sarah is an avid fitness enthusiast and a certified trainer. She is a proud wife and a mom of four kids, you guys. Micah, Haven, Stone, and Cross. Love these names, by the way. Sarah is a leader of Team XND and also the co-founder of Team XND's growing fitness community called She Moves. She's on a mission to help women continue to exercise and take care of their bodies, especially during the pandemic, while leading her family to stay healthy and fit. Sarah, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. This is really cool. I feel like I'm with everybody like across the country. This is so fun. You are. Okay. So, you know, let's begin with your journey of fitness. So clearly you're super passionate about fitness. Like how did you first come across like, you know, whatever fitness realm got you hooked and how did that evolve? Well, I'm from a very active family. My dad played basketball all through um, even college. I remember going to his like men's league on Saturdays, which I thought was just a bunch of old guys playing basketball. But in reality, he was probably like in his mid twenties when this happened. But then basketball did not prove to be my sport, nor did soccer or softball or any sport. So I found myself starting martial arts when I was in the sixth grade and began being a competitive martial artist. I was on Team USA and and I competed in the Junior Olympics. I saw somebody who's from Venezuela. We had world championships in Venezuela. Daniela was beautiful there. So I was really passionate about martial arts and it was something I loved to do and compete because I didn't have to rely on the team, but like I didn't have to let a team down if I messed up. And so it was all based on my own discipline. And so when I graduated high school and went on college tours, we walked into this new gym and my college and I was like, oh, I, hi. I was like, oh, I want to work here. What do I need to do to work here? And the guy was like, well, you have to be a certified personal trainer. And I was like, sign me up. So I actually got my certification when I was two weeks before my freshman year in college and started training, fell in love with group fitness right after that and just kept on going. Gosh, I love it. And I had no idea that you competed at such a high level. What in martial arts? Yeah, don't what, find this what form of martial arts? Like I know there is judo, taekwondo, jujitsu, like it was primarily Shotokan karate, a little bit of Shoru, some Shiroru, just like striking. We did fighting, we did sparring, and I competed in the weapons category with the bow and and then just kata form. Like taekwondo has form, we have kata. So yeah, I like I mean punching and kicking people, but don't you throw me a ball. Don't throw a ball in my face. I will punch it. <laughs> so. Yeah. so this is crazy because I completely relate to you going to the basketball with your dad because I did the same thing. And I just remember like being like a, a little butthole, like playing on the side and like 
probably being a massive distraction because that's number one, what I'm great at. And I also thought this is just a bunch of old dudes playing basketball. And then I got bit by a kid and I was really mad. So did you really? Yeah. Cause they would all bring their kids and then they're all playing basketball. So they're not watching us. But then there was something else that you said too. We got our personal training certificate around the same. I was also a sophomore in college, just about to be a sophomore. So obviously you've been in the industry for quite some time. What role does fitness play in your life right now? Well, I was thinking just now to myself, like with Aaron saying that, like just thinking about how much the fitness industry has evolved in this time. Like for me, it's been, you know, like 22 years (laughs) at this point trying to do the math. And just like the things that I would teach, the classes and the plans that I would give my clients, I like crack up now. I'm like, oh, I would never tell anyone to do that many sit-ups or whatever, or like three sets of a variation of bicep curls. Like who does that? You know? And, but thinking about now, like thinking about how the industry has shifted and how when CrossFit became a thing, like how dramatically it just revolutionized the way that we see functional fitness. And so now, you know, we're, we try to be an active family. We love our mountain biking, which we like mountain biking, which is funny because they're, for those of you who are not, you know, well-versed in geography, we have no mountains in Mississippi. We have the Delta, we have bluffs like the Mississippi river bluffs, but we have to go, we have to travel out to East Tennessee to do mountain biking or Arkansas to go mountain biking, but we do have hills here and they're pretty strenuous. So we mountain bike, we like to be active as a family, but I just, now I get to just kind of foster the love I have of fitness into my kids. Like not trying to be one of those moms that's like, oh, you're going to do all the sports that I was terrible at, but trying to like instill in them that teamwork and that discipline and that the healthy competition that comes from playing team sports here. It's, like the little league world championship or world series or whatever has been played in our town. Baseball is just huge here, competitive baseball. But so if your kid's not in competitive baseball, they're almost at a disadvantage. So we've had to choose to go other routes for our kids to try to make sure that they get that, you know, same, I guess, training or whatever that they would get if we were playing baseball seven days a week. But now I just think that like, for me, just kind of teaching other people doing my group fitness classes, like to me, that's kind of like, not paying it forward. What's the word? Like kind of giving back to what gave me so much life, especially in my younger years. Like there's no telling where I'd be if I had not spent so much time (laughs) in the gym and in trainings and stuff. What would you say were from your own personal experience when you got like hooked, what would you say were the biggest lessons and takeaways that, you know, fitness had taught you that has carried on to, you know, your marriage, you know, just adulthood, you know, just whatever it is that you're pursuing professionally, which we'll get into in just a second. And, you know, like raising your kids. Honestly, it's kind of like, do y'all ever have like that thing where you're like, oh, it's a light bulb moment. I just speak, you know, kind of like you said, this moment of what this has taught me. And then you have that exact same moment, like again, a few years later, and it's like you keep learning the same lesson over and over again, because maybe you're not getting it. Or maybe it's just different seasons. I feel like mine is like the lesson is it's not about you. And, but all that to say, like, I feel like I've been constantly reminded that it's not about me. And so when I began group fitness instructing, I fell in love with it because there's music and I'm a musician. I want the music. I want the beat. I want, you know, I love the group setting. And so, you know, I just, I guess like most fitness instructors, I don't really know what everybody else struggles with, but I struggled with it being about me. Like if there were lots of people in my class, then I was doing great. If there were people 
you know, coming up to me and this was before social media. So the only affirmation I got was, you know, to my face. And so when people would affirm what I was doing, then it made me feel better about what I was doing. And there's been just multiple shifts over the years where it'd been more about when someone can come to me and tell me, come to your classes has changed my life. Like I am so confident. I used to be in the back row, hiding in the corner and now I'm in the front row and I love it. And I feel so good about myself. That is so much more affirming than you're amazing. Like this is the best class ever. You know, you're so great. Like I like to hear those things. I think we all like to be complimented, but I would much rather somebody get something out of it for themselves. And so I'm not saying that I've arrived and then I'm not still full of myself because there are tendencies to be that way when I have a packed class, but it's like, it's not about me. And so that's kind of the the lesson that I'm continuing to learn, if you will, over the fitness journey. I love it. I think that's something we can all continuously and will all continuously need to remind ourselves of, you know, because there is the ego and it will never go away. So it's just a matter of, you know, being aware of when that voice comes through, that's like, oh, you're so special. Oh, you're so cool. Cause I have the same thoughts too. And I think each individual in our own way, somehow where we know where we excel at something, you know, we kind of want to toot our own horn. So it's just something that I think we can get better and better and better at like recognizing it more immediately and being like, Hey, like check yourself. It's, this isn't about you. Mm-hmm. So. Which is better if you are, at least if you're self-aware of it and you're checking yourself, because I've also noticed that, you know, like you're going to get humbled real quick. If, <laughs> if like you're, you know, continuing to think I'm just amazing. I'm so great. Look at all these people in my class. Like the amount of embarrassing moments that have taken place in some of my classes, y'all, I have, there was this one time I, Zumba, it, I was Zumba certified for 11 years. I let it go during the quarantine because it's dance fitness. Now I call it dance fitness because I never opened up a Zumba CD or DVD. And I was like, I'm making up my own stuff. I'm using my own music. I mean, I'm from Memphis, born and raised in Memphis. There's, you know, like just, there's great music here. And so I had these leggings that were fairly cheaply made apparently. And one of my songs involved the choreography kind of had these two kicks in the front. And then you did this other stuff. And I said out loud into my mic, come on, get those legs up. I want y'all kicking so high. You could slick your pants, not knowing I showed and split my pants while I was teaching that exact song. So after a couple of songs, a couple of songs, three, four, five minute songs, one of my friends, Kathy comes up to me and goes, Hey, you know, you really did split your pants. Right. And I'm like, what? And (laughs) y'all, Sure enough, right up the crotch. Now, I know there are two camps of women. It's not Democratic and Republican, you guys. It's not. It is. You either wear panties or you don't with leggings. There's, <laughs> there are only two camps. You feel like everyone in the world should wear panties with your leggings. You're like disgusted by those of us that don't wear underwear with our leggings. You're like, who, who doesn't wear panties with their leggings? Well, I can't imagine wearing underwear with my leggings. I don't care who you are. I can't do it. So I wouldn't wear anything under these leggings. I nope, thong. I'm not picking nothing out of my butt while I'm teaching class. I can't do it. So y'all, there was a split in my pants and there was nothing underneath. And so this girl, bless her, she's a teacher at an elementary school and homegirl had some safety pins in her gym bag and comes over there and I'm like safety pinning my crotch because I still had a whole nother body pump class to teach after that class. So that class forever will go down into history as you know, one of my most embarrassing moments, but that's the, the funny thing. There was like 75, 80 people in that class and I was feeling pretty awesome. <laughs> so it was like, the Lord was like, I'm going to just bring you down a couple notches. <laughs> so he's asking if uh, you charged more for that class. 
<laughs> I should, I should. And I know coach Lauren is in here every time we drop the panty word, she's cringing. It's amazing. I'm sure. So <laughs> there are worse P words then, you know, this one's fine. This one's fine. Oh, amazing. Hoist. I'm just adding together all of Lauren's favorite words. Okay. But you know, let's just talk about the womanly experience real quick. I feel like, you know, as we evolve and, you know, like we get into our mid twenties, you know, after like, you know, we graduate college and whatever, we start, you know, focusing on our career, building a family and whatnot. And I feel like this is when most people, especially like whether you were like an ex-athlete or not, like really just start losing sight of themselves. And I feel like one of the, and, and tell me if you hear it the most as well, one of the things that we hear the most from women until they start getting it is, you know, like the concept of, I don't have time to take care of myself. So I've gone this way and now I want to change. So let's talk a little bit about what routines do you practice, you know, as a professional, as a wife, as a mom, what routines do you practice in your own, you know, self-care and fitness and wellness journey, regardless of all these things that you have going on? We forgot businesswoman. Yeah, this is actually an area that I am still, you know, I'm still constantly evolving in. And I think something we hear a lot as women is finding balance. You know, like I'm just trying to find balance. I'm trying to find that. Well, let's just be real. Like if you put your family, which to me is the most important thing in one side of the scale, and I'm putting all these other things, my businesses, my fitness, my, you know, self-care, like you mentioned you know, I'm in the worship team at my church. So I'm, I'm doing all like all of these other things, these things, you know, like they're not going to be, they don't always have to be balanced. Like my family should be a priority. It should be the thing that I, but I can't neglect all these things for the sake of my family. Just like I can't neglect my family for the sake of all these things. So I really, instead of the word balance, I use the word prioritize a lot. And I know you guys do too, because y'all prioritize your fitness. You prioritize you know, the things that are important to you. And those are different for everybody. For me, it's keeping myself physically fit more, partly from a vanity standpoint, I want to look good naked. <laughs> I want to, you know, I want to like, you know, feel good about myself physically. But more importantly than that, like mentally, it wrecks me to not get that sweat time in or to not have that, you know, I'm not alone for that hour. But that hour is for me if I'm when I'm working out. So I make a point to you know, to teach my class, which I only do a couple of times a week, and then get my own workouts on to the rest of the days so that I kind of have that. I just feel like that's my thing. Like some women go get their nails done. I don't have my nails done ever. <laughs> you know, some people love that. Some people go and go to the spa or some people have, I mean, not nobody's really going anywhere any, right now, but you know what I mean? Like some people have those things. I don't take baths. That's, a, that's something my sister does for her self-care time. She takes baths and she's alone and she's relaxing and she loves that. But for me, it's that fitness side of me just because I've committed myself to that. I don't, I think the longest I've ever gone probably without some kind of movement would be, you know, those first few weeks after having any of my children when you're, you know, required to not move and not go to the gym. And I actually really enjoy those times. I those, you know, I usually wait eight weeks before I even attempt to start working out again. And I like milk it for every single second that it's worth and embrace that soft, you know, squishy body. And I just enjoy it because it's really, you know, the only time I ever get to where I'm not doing that day to day working out. I don't really know if that answered your question very much, but 
I just prefer the word prioritize over balance because I don't think we're ever going to be able to balance everything. Yeah. And, you know, like you said too, and I love what you said, you know, the word prioritize because the way in which you spend, so something that we always talk about is that, you know, there's three resources in life. You know, there is time, there's energy, and there is money, right? And how you spend all three resources is in alignment with your priorities. And that's what, you know, most people fail to realize. It's not a game of balance. It's a game of prioritization. Because if you were to balance your fitness with your family life, you're probably not going to achieve much or, you know, your business. Gosh. So let's transition. Speaking of business, you know, let's transition into, you know, more of that realm now. Thank you for sharing everything that you've shared so far, you know. We want to shed some light on the importance of, you know, as a woman, as a mom, you know, the purpose of this thing called residual income and how, you know, that helps you to harmonize your life with your priorities and also provide more for yourself and for your family. So for one, you know, you're involved in a few different gigs. So can you please share with us, like, what are you involved in? And then, you know, we'll take it from there. This is something where it really lights my fire because, well, I love to work the way that I want to work. (laughs) I guess I should clarify. I have never had a corporate job. I've never had a nine to five. I've never worked full time. I've never worked at another place for 40 hours a week. So please hear me when I say that I don't have, you know, I don't have that perspective to compare to. Um, because before I, you know, before I was just a trainer and a group fitness instructor and I was a college student. So those were my jobs, you know, and then I graduated college with a degree and a toddler. So I had to change the way that I looked at my future. I had my oldest daughter, Micah, right before I turned 21 years old, I was a junior in college, took one semester off and went right back to it. And it was really, really hard and it really sucked. And it was really a low point in my life because I was like, well, this is it. <laughs> this is it for me. Here I go. I'm going to be a single mom for the rest of my life. And, and so I knew I've got to support myself and I've got to support my kid. So I got my own apartment. I started teaching it at a mega gym here and realized this isn't enough. Like I, no one does fitness to get rich. Let's be real clear. <laughs> so I was like, this is not going to, I'm not going to be able to buy groceries. And so I, this lady that I met, and y'all, she was beautiful. Like think like Penelope Cruz, but like super deep Southern, like just this woman was everything that you want to see on a movie. Right. And she like had this big bin of maternity clothes, met me when I was like eight months pregnant. I was picking up my youngest sister, my youngest sister, who was four when I was pregnant at her mother's day out. And this woman was like, Hey, I have this big bin of maternity clothes, you know, could you use it? And I'm like, I'm not turning down anything for free. Let's like, yeah, sure. So she ends up following up with my mom who she saw at the daycare. Like later was like, Hey, how's your daughter doing? Et cetera. And my mom was like, she's fine. She's just trying to, you know, figure out what she wants to do with her life. And this woman said, Hey, do you think she'd ever be interested in doing direct sales? I sell jewelry and I do home parties and your daughter has got a great personality. I think she'd be great at it. And my mom's like, I think she'd be great at it too. So they connected us and I ended up doing a direct sales business at age 21, where I was going into homes and doing jewelry parties. Now y'all, I mean, I'm wearing jewelry right now, but I am not the blingy jewelry girl. But this woman said, I mean, I make like 200 bucks every time I go do a party. I'm like, 
200 bucks. You mean I could do like two parties a week and, you know, that's more than enough for what I need for each week or whatever. So I'm like, I, I can do this. So I started selling jewelry, didn't like jewelry, didn't like the jewelry. I just wore it and I sold it and there started my direct sales career. And I was able to support my child and I doing direct sales because I could control when I did it. And it went along with my fitness thing because I could do classes in the morning and parties at night. And I love people. I love walking into someone else's house, eating their food and meeting their friends. It was literally the dream job. Like I loved it. And the control that direct sales gave me, you know, I know there's a stigma. There will always be a stigma about direct sales. And I just kind of laugh at people's ignorance, honestly. And that doesn't offend anybody. I just feel like people just don't know what they don't know. And that's okay. There's a reason that there are people in the government trying to shut direct sales down because we make it all the money. Okay. We're making all the money. (laughs) So they don't like that. So I can just say that started my vision of I'm never working for anybody else. This is the best job ever. And so I get to be at home when my kids are at home and get to do what I want. And I'm a big spender. Unfortunately, I love to shop. And so to have my own money, you know, is a little bit more helpful for our family. So So all of that to say, I then began after that jewelry career for about 12 years. I love the parties, but I was just so over the jewelry and I was introduced to a supplement company that I was like, oh, this is where it's at. Like I can get people, you know, help people with their fitness goals and their health goals at the same time. This is great. So I started doing that. So anyway, I started that supplement company, did that for about eight years, and then they changed their compensation plan. And so I was forced to look for something new, which I did for four months, look for, I knew it, I knew I wanted to do supplements, but man, it was, there's a lot of crap out there. There's a lot of crappy supplements. There's a lot of shady companies out there and a lot of shady people trying to get you to, to sign up for what they're doing. And I knew it, I could feel it. And so I finally reached out to a trainer friend of mine that lives in Florida and was like, what are you doing? Like, what are you selling now? Because I know you're giving your clients something because a trainer does not offer supplements is stunting their own income, period. I wish that I'd had some kind of supplements to offer my clients when I was 18 and 19 and 20 years old. Because guess what? I'd still be making money off of those same clients that I haven't seen in 20 years, which is smart business. Let's be real. So anyway, he introduced me to X Endurance. And within two weeks, my husband and I knew these products were legit. The ingredients lined up with, with what I look for when I'm shopping at the grocery. So why not look for that in your supplements? And I thought, this is really cool. So went out to Arizona, met all the peeps at headquarters and was immediately hooked. Like I was like, these are my people for all of my life, for the rest of my life. These are my people. And some of my close friends, you know, you guys, and um, also Mike Barron, you know, Jason, like all these people, they're just so great. And I feel confident representing the company and representing the products. And what I know about direct sales is that it does take time. And just like a fitness journey or any of you like Crystal, Tiffany, like those of y'all that have had these really awesome physical transformations, when people look at that and they think about how much time it takes and how much discipline and how much effort, most people just don't have that. They just don't have what y'all have. And so I can see that with direct sales. Most people don't have that discipline. They don't want to wait three years to make six figures. They want six figures now. Well, most CEOs didn't become CEOs in their first year. So why would we expect to do that too? So I just think that the long-term gain for playing the long game at the beginning is where direct sales really sets itself apart from other businesses. And I just can't imagine ever not working for myself, you know, not with this many kids and like other passions and other hobbies and things that I want to do. Like I'm way too selfish to go to work. I don't think it's even a matter of selfishness. It's, you know what you want 
So you're asking myself, how do I find a way to get that? You know, I think it's so many people fall into career roles that they absolutely just, you know, they wake up. It's the case of the Mondays. Like if you have a case of the Mondays, you're in the wrong job. Yeah. You know, cause I agree. And it's okay. Like I've been there. Right. So, and there's some times where we just got to do shit. We don't want to do because we know we need the result. But at some point you have to ask yourself, like, to what extent am I willing to do the thing I don't want to do? And to what degree am I willing to get creative to find a way that I can do what I want to do and make money doing it? Yeah, that's actually, that's a really good point. And it makes me also think about the things that we are willing to sacrifice and the things that we're not. For example, people are like, let me think of something like, oh, I just don't have time to work out. I know that you guys just mentioned y'all get that all the time. I don't have time to work out. Like, how do you have time in the day? I work you know, this many hours and whatever. Now, again, like I said, I can't relate to gonna be at work at eight and clocking out at five. So that is a whole nother level of time commitment that I don't have. I do feel like I work 40 hours a week, just, you know, on my phone and in my car and things like that. But I sacrifice sleeping in. That is a sacrifice that I'm willing to make because if I don't work out at 5.30 in the morning, I'm not going to work out at 530 at night. I can assure you. I know my body. I know myself. I know my excuses and I won't go to the gym. And so for me, sacrificing watching TV at night. I might watch one episode of something, whatever we're watching, which is currently Dexter. And I am so into this show. It's like, we're in like the sixth or seventh season. So fascinating. But anyway, so I watch one episode of that with my husband and then I'll go to bed. And so we don't get to watch a lot of TV. You know, I don't get to sleep in, but to me that sacrifice is worth it because otherwise it's not happening. And I think the same thing goes with like, you know, doing a direct sales company or any business that you're passionate about, there are just some things you have to sacrifice. It just has to be worth it. You know, it just has to be worth it to you. Oh gosh, so much gold. Okay. I want to touch on some things that people are kind of uncomfortable with because we are on a massive mission and we need to change the way that all of you guys think so that you can live your most badass life. And if you're like blocked by this concept, then you are the problem because life can be so much better, you guys. And you deserve it. You deserve it. People, like society, what's everything that society teaches you guys is wrong. It teaches you to have low standards. It teaches you to be a slave for somebody else and to never be satisfied and to have excuses like I ain't got time to work out or to take care of myself. And then, you know, you're relying on this thing called the healthcare system, which sucks. And you're like taking a bunch of, pills that are not even solving your problems. They're just making you dependent so that the government can take more of your tax money. Like it's the truth. And like, you guys need to open your mind to it. So for one, this is the mainstream. And if you're in the mainstream, that means there's the most amount of people in that stream. And that means average. So for one, the concept of direct sales, can you guys please be courageous and raise your hand if whenever Sarah just said direct sales, you kind of like cringe for a second or like, be honest, be honest. It's okay. It happens. Yeah, that's okay. So for one, Sarah, I want you to shed some light with the concept of direct sales and being involved in direct sales. Like, What is a day-to-day, like in the life of Sarah Barker, like how do you do what you do? I love this topic so much because I think, first of all, let's back up to the old days when the first direct sales companies came out, particularly you guys have heard of Amway probably. My parents did Amway. They lost all this money. You know, everybody kind of has this like, 
oh, pyramid scheme concept. Like I don't want to, I don't want somebody just selling me stuff because they're going to make money, et cetera. And it's true. Like it's true. Nobody wants to be taken advantage of. Nobody wants to feel like a pawn or like they're being used. I mean, I hate that feeling, right? You can see through the people that are using you, you know, when you're being used, but let me stop right there and just, you know, clarify that pyramid schemes are illegal. Um, If a company is a direct sales company, if they are not attached or affiliated with the direct sales association, which has extremely strict guidelines on what qualifies as a company, as a multi-level marketing company, if they are not affiliated with the direct sales association, they probably are a pyramid scheme. Most of them don't even last three years. So when you look at companies like X Endurance, for example, with even with a negative connotation, because everybody has met the Mary Kay lady or the Avon girl or whatever, even those companies, they are massive companies and they've lasted for a reason, not because they're pyramid schemes. They would have already gotten shut down. So a pyramid is shaped here, right? Here's what I see when I see a pyramid. I see the CEO at the top of a corporation. I see the vice president. Then I see the general managers. Then I see the regular managers. Then I see the employees. Then I see the stock boys. And then I see the janitors. You know what I mean? That corporate America, ladies and gentlemen, is shaped like a pyramid. My husband will never make more than his supervisor, ever. Mike Barron's is my leader in Exodus. Not going to make more than Mike, but my former company, (laughs) I passed the girl that signed me up. I passed her, then passed her again. And was making way more than the girl who signed me up. And she loved it. She was so proud of me. She is one of my best friends to this day. She encouraged me. She poured into me. She's a great mentor and a great friend. And I feel like that to me is more community. Someone who is cheering you on and it's fine when you earn the trip that she didn't earn. And that's exactly what we experienced over and over and over again. So for me, direct sales is set up for us to be as successful as we want to be. And I'm not limited by salary or, well, you haven't been here long enough or you're not putting in the work or whatever. Like I get paid according to how much I work and y'all, I work hard and I work a lot. And so for me, it's just better to have that control, I guess. Maybe it's a little control thing, (laughs) but I love to know that I have that control. If I want to go and earn a trip or if I want to make more money because we've got something planned, then I can do that. So I think that the negative connotation with direct sales was established long before most of these really awesome, reputable companies with great products came out. But the second thing that I want to mention that I think is worth it is social setting. Social selling is what we as women do every single day. Okay. So I'm like, I'm looking around and I see multiple people wearing the Aaron and Sarit awesome shirts and tie-dyed and hoodies and things like that. You are social selling right now. You are not benefiting from wearing those amazing hoodies. Okay, I'm not picking on anybody. I don't even, you know, I'm just saying. (laughs) They're soft, they're cuddly. But I mean, you're representing something that you like, right? You enjoy it. You've benefited from this community. You love the Aaron and Street and their leadership, the way that they have established themselves. And y'all, when someone asks you about that hoodie, what the heck is AMS? What is that? You're not like, I don't know. I don't know. It's nothing. It's nothing. You're not like that. You're like, oh, girl, let me tell you, Aaron and Street, they have changed my life. Like they work out every day and they're so funny and they, girl, you should be a part of this community. It's free. You can just hop in and they do these free programs. And sometimes they'll do ones that are a little bit more involved that you can pay for. But girl, you will benefit so much from being in this group with me. Girl, you just direct sale yourself right up into that community. Like that is direct sales. You directly sold to somebody something. <laughs> because and you she- cared. You cared about what you were talking about. 
anyway, I can't tell y'all if I was making money off of this gallon size water jug that I got from TJ Maxx for $9, like I would be making bank. But instead, I'm just like, oh, and I explain why I drink a gallon a day. And I explain, you know, not because it benefits me, but because I'm excited about this and it'll help somebody else. And so I think social selling is so natural for women. We do it without really even thinking we're doing it. And so why not find something you're passionate about? Maybe it's not ex-endurance. Maybe it's completely different. I've got friends, a really close friend that sells paper chef. She loves it. She loves cooking in front of people and she's showing, complaining about washing all those dishes. Like she is fine with it. She is excited about what she's selling. And so she makes money doing it. That to me is just, you find that thing you love and you share it and you get a paycheck. You know, something that Grant Cardone says all the time is you're either selling something or you're being sold on something. And selling doesn't mean there's necessarily a monetary reward at the end. Like commission can be a job well done. Commission can be, hey, I got a shout out today. Commission could be, you know, when I treat my partner with care and love and I show them how much they mean to me, the reward is the reciprocation of that, right? So that's a commission. Like you guys, we're always selling something. And I think that the main struggle is not the fact that we want to share something that we believe in, but all of a sudden the game changes in our minds and only in our minds when there is some kind of monetary reward that we are getting from it, because we think that that person is going to think we are cheating them. Why? Because you've been cheated. And so there is this stigma right? There's the, oh my gosh, you know, you can say, oh my gosh, Aaron and Sarit, yeah, you got it, whatever. There's no monetary connection there for you. Then somehow you feel different about it than when you're being rewarded. It's because of what you think that that person's going to think of you. But when you are authentic and when you are, and this goes with anything, again, this isn't just like selling like supplements or, you know, direct marketing or multi-level marketing or anything. This is When you are selling something that you totally believe in, you have to detach from the money piece of it. Because when you connect with the person, then they're going to feel that. And if you're being sneaky and you're being shady, then you can expect to feel that way. And you should. But at the same time, if you are selling something for money or selling something for their benefit, the only difference is the approach in which you come at it with. Are you servicing them? And somehow there's a monetary reward you get on the back end of that? Or are you just trying to sell them something? And if you're just trying to sell somebody something, you will always struggle. But if you are coming from the approach of I'm here to serve you, guys, we have a sales team. Any business has a sales team. Any good business has a sales team. And I tell them, you guys, we're serving is selling. You have to serve. You have to serve. You have to serve. You have to serve. That's the only way people are going to trust you. And that's the only way you're going to feel good about asking for somebody's money is if you're truly trying to serve them with something that's going to benefit them. That's so good. That's so good. The first direct sales company that I I worked with, and I'm very loyal to a fault when it comes to what I believe in. And so 12 years in one company, eight years in another, and now, you know, a year and a half or so into this journey, I'm not one of those that does everything at the same time and jumps around, you know, or whatever. But I will say the first company taught me something that they used to say, you can sell without serving but you cannot serve without selling. And that's exactly what you just said, Erin. It's so good. And I have to remind myself of that. Like, I'm so passionate about how great these products are, right? I'm passionate about helping someone change their lifestyle. But I've also had people come to me and go, I have no money. Like, I can't afford to buy a bunch of products. What can I do now that will help me? Well, 
you know, there was a time in my career where I would not really devote time to that person. Cause I'm like, I've got to work with these people that are paying me. I can't work with this person just cause I want to, but I have found ways over the years to be able to still help them, you know, for free or just kind of little bits here and there. And then when it's time for them to invest a little bit more into their health journey, then who are they going to come to? <laughs> They're going to come to the person that was helping them when it wasn't about themselves. And so it is hard to kind of take yourself out of it when you know that your family deserves a paycheck too, right? I mean, the people that live in these four walls are my priority. They're my most important thing. And I've got goals to help, you know, pay for college and pay for private school and do all these braces. Oh my God, like all the things. So I've got goals, but you know, if I have a problem with my car, I don't take it to this friend of mine and expect him to give me a discount or expect him to like, be like, I'm so sorry. I'm making money off of you. No, dude's got a business. He's got something that I need. You know, like I would much rather support my friend that owns this tire company than to go down the street to somewhere. I don't even know those people, you know, they're still people, but it's not the same relationship. So people want to support you. They want to buy from you. They want to buy from someone they trust. So if you're being shady, people are going to know you're shady. I saw somebody mention, you know, they had a terrible experience with a pyramid scheme. I mean, guys, I can't speak to the pyramid scheme thing, but I can speak to representing a company that did not put its distributors best interest at forefront. And it really hurt when we lost that income. Like it really, really crushed me. I felt like I had let all these people down. You know, I felt like everything I had worked for was taken from us. Basically we were told you are no longer going to be paid multi-level. You're going to be paid on your first level. After I had built, like, for example, I helped my daddy build a business so that he could begin to at least dream about retirement. My daddy's in the ministry and does not make a great income. We grew up with very little. We got free lunches in the Memphis City Schools because our income was so low. Like we were, I mean, y'all, my first pair of brand name anything was when I found something magically at the Goodwill. Like it was that I didn't get all those things. And so I'm helping my dad. I build this huge thing under him with him. And all that was taken. Like it just you know, so I get it. People, you know, we've all been hurt. The founder of X Endurance, this happened to him multiple times. He was burnt by direct sales multiple times before there was regulations. And like, here he is allowing his business that he's built for 20 years to evolve into this social selling platform. And he loves it. And it's because you can help more people this way. So it's all about your intention, I think. And just like Aaron and Sarit, we can see you guys heart. We know where you're coming from. So nobody feels sold to in this group, you know, like you said, that's why it's, it's easy to serve and to share that way. So powerful. You know, I think the reason why direct sales or just sales in general has such a bad reputation, because people weren't actually taught it the right way. And because, you know, like, there could be money on the other side, you know, like people just like, try to skeeve other people around. So now there is a whole bunch of people who have this like negative perception of it because they've been burned before. And we were that too. But you know, the difference between a true professional and somebody who is like a master at what they do, versus just like an asshole is that, you know, like, the professional is the one who cares about the relationship more than anything else. And they know that if If the relationship was done right, whether it be, you know, tomorrow, next week, one year from now, it's going to come back because people feel hard 
And I think that is why it is so important for women to just wrap, like open up your mind because women are so fucking passionate. You guys sell your kids all day, every day. Like wouldn't you want to make money off of it? But it's true. You're selling your kids today. It's true, but it's true. So like at least, you know, increase your livelihood by that. But I feel like because people are not educated the right way, they're not making the correlation of the like incredible opportunity that there is out there. When you say sell your kids, you're not talking about like on the black market. You're talking about when you're (laughs) convincing or persuading your child to do something that you need them to do. You're selling or just posting pictures of your kid. How cute. Look how smart. Come on. I know that if you're a mom, like half your photos on Instagram are actually not yours. They're your kids. You guys are selling your kids and how great they are. Look at how cute my bed is. Right? I mean, come on. Like Boogie, he's on our freaking journal, you guys. He's in our stickers on Instagram. Find him. I love it. He's so cute. Sarita, I think you're right on that. I mean, but I think also like if we did a show of hands, who can immediately think of at least one friend who is like, that direct sales friend who's constantly posting about how great her business and her products are. She's constantly copying and pasting a mass text and sending it to you. And like, you know, it's a mass text, you know, that she's not really saying, Hey girl, it's just thinking about you. You know, she wasn't thinking about you. We all have that friend who everybody's like, Oh, here she comes. Don't just nobody mentioned makeup. You know, like we all have that friend. And I think I have been that friend in the past. I used to have a tagline on my, e- this is so embarrassing. Like I feel like such a schmuck, but like I used to have a tagline on my email that said, let me help you get free jewelry. So, you know, something, something. And then it said, I get paid for looking cute. I love my job. Do you? That was my tagline on my email. Like how cringy, like how tacky, like, and if I saw that on someone's email, I'd be like, yeah, I do like my job. <laughs> like, why are you being so condescending? You know, but we, so we've all had that. I mean, y'all, I was, I grew up in my twenties doing direct sales. So I was a hot mess express and we didn't have social media. Thank God. I would have been the worst. Anyway, you just evolve, you learn, you know, and I've learned how to not be that person and be more, like you said about the relationships about like, how can I better this person's life? What can I do? And how can I help this person reach their goals? And if it benefits you in the long run, great. That is the bonus, you know, but if you can help someone change their life, like I had a friend that she lost a hundred pounds. I helped her with her nutrition and helped her. And she came over one day and she was just casually talking. And she's like, you know what? These products are great. I love being able to fit in my old jeans and stuff. And she's like, but you know what we did this weekend? I said, no, what? She said, And this is where she stopped. She stopped and because she was about to cry. And she's like, we played outside with our kids for the first time in years. And just tears were just running down her face. And I was like, you can have all my products to take them all. Like, it was so great. She was, I mean, she lost a a whole person. That is a huge transformation. She was living her life and thanked me for that. That was like, okay, that's that's what it's all about. You know what? You guys, I want you to finish my sentence in the comments. It's not about the weight you lose, but they're all saying it. (laughs) I want to see it in the comments. There you go. Who you become in the process. And you know what? A good deal, a good sale is a sale where every party wins. Think about it. You get paid. The person that has the products now has the opportunity to better the quality of their life, their longevity, their recovery, their muscle growth, their fat loss, whatever their goals are. And then the company you're selling it for benefits as well. 
when every party wins, how can that be a bad deal? And why would we feel bad about selling that? So that, yeah, that's just the last, and I, and I might be beating a dead horse, but, or preaching to the choir. I don't know, but yeah, I think it's really important for us to get over the idea of like, oh, I can't sell something or without feeling bad about it. If the person that you're helping is winning guys, we always ask you guys for money for what in return. You guys say all the time, take my money, take my money, take my money. Why? That's because you know, we're going to deliver It's because it doesn't matter when you know the results you're going to get. So if you know, you can provide that result for somebody shame on us for not trying to get them involved with it. That's a disservice. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Sarah, like you are a direct sales master. You've been in the game for 20 years, have loads of experience. I mean, you know, like you've overcome like the shitty things you learned from that. Like, you know what it's like to do it right. You've obviously built multiple successful businesses from that, you know, and I think I want to touch a little bit on the importance of when choosing to be a part of direct sales the importance of actually jumping on a vehicle that has integrity versus just jumping on a vehicle. Because I think that this is also one of the reasons why people are so skeptical because a lot of multi-level marketing or direct sales companies, like it all starts from the top, right? Like the leadership, when the leadership is broken at the top, everything underneath is going to be broken. So, you know, just share with us the importance of what do you look for? Because you had to make a shift due to, you know, being in companies that were led poorly. What made you choose to shift to like a different company? Like what goes through your head? And can I throw out a disclaimer before you answer that? Is that we're not here to sell you on this right now. If This isn't for everybody. And we 100% understand that. But it's important to grab the concepts if this isn't for you, because it's still in some way somehow can benefit you and your life. For people who are interested, pay attention. I'm recognizing this sounds like like a sales pitch, like you guys need to get on this. But you know what? Like that's also the human in me being like, oh, I don't want people to think that we're just trying to rope them into something because that's the feeling you get too. So I want to just be very clear, like direct sales is not for everybody. Not everybody's meant to do that. We're just passionate about the potential. But there's a ton of concepts you can take away from this. So that was my disclaimer. Okay, Sarah, you're on. I'm going to extend that disclaimer and just say, if every single person in this Zoom suddenly is like, okay, let's go. Let's, I'm in. I will not benefit from that. So I'm not trying to sell y'all on anything either. I am also very passionate about the potential, like Sarit just said. I immediately know exactly the answer to that question about kind of what clicked or what set this apart. I will honestly tell y'all that when I flew to Arizona a year ago, October for the summit that X Endurance was putting on for their reps, I had only signed up less than a month prior and started products. I think I had been on products at that point, maybe three weeks. So I knew the products were great. And I was like, I don't know that I'm ready to start another relationship with another company. I had already started selling activewear online. It was super easy. People just bought it. Like I just was wearing sports bras and leggings and people were handing me their money. It was great. Like it was easy. I was like, this is easy. I can do this. But I know that's not my passion. And that's not what I've worked so hard for 22 years. Like I don't have the certifications I have to sell leggings. It just was a means to an end. I needed the income and it's fun and I'm still doing it. And it's great. But when I got to, I landed at the airport in Phoenix and 
Jason St. Clair is our CEO of X Endurance. I'd seen him on a Zoom. I'd met him one time. And he texted and said, hey, I'm going to be picking you up from the airport on my way to the home office. You know, just text me when you land. So I landed, texted him. And I get in his Tesla, <laughs> and uh, which, by the way, he explained to me was an economical choice and broke down the numbers. And so now I know why he has one. But I was like, okay, I'd never been in a Tesla before. I was like, what is this giant computer monitor in your car? I don't even know what this is. I get in the car, and I was like, who else are we picking up? And he goes, oh, it's just you. I was like, oh, okay, well, the CEO just picked me up from the airport. That's fine. That's normal. Usually, they just get you a shuttle, right? And on that like 40 minute, 45 minute drive from the airport to headquarters, we talked about multiple things. It was October. So it was breast cancer awareness month. And I had my little pink bottle that they had just come out with. So we started talking about Jason's heart for cancer research because of how it has affected him and his family, which then leads me to talk about how it's affected me and my family. And I, my oldest daughter, Micah, when she was 11 months old, stopped moving her legs. And within 48 hours, we found out that the reason was she had a softball-sized tumor squeezing her spinal cord, and it was cutting off communication from her brain to her legs. She stopped using the bathroom. She stopped. She crawled to me one day when I came home from classes to pick up her from my mom's house. She crawled to me with just her arms, okay? So you can just imagine she's 11 months old, right? Little bitty baby crawling with just her hands. I was like, well, something's going on. But as a fitness person, I'm like, clearly she has a pinched nerve. The sciatic thing. I'm sure there's some reasonable physical explanation for this. And the tumor actually was malignant. It was a terminal cancer called neuroblastoma, stage four. Had no idea. There's no reason she has it. There's no reason, you know, and we live 30 minutes from St. Jude Children's Research Hospital in Memphis. So you want to talk about being in the right place. Like it is the most incredible place. And they share their research freely with all other hospitals across the world. Like it's amazing. And they don't charge families for the care of treating your child. As a single mom in college, that was great. Great news. So we started Micah's treatment at St. Jude and I'm sharing this with Jason. And it was an incredible journey, you guys. I'm not, anybody feel sorry for us or whatever. Like Micah, has had nine surgeries. She has titanium rods in her spine that go from her tailbone. They're spinally fused at the base. And she's got 24 three-inch screws holding those rods into her spine. She is a walking, talking miracle. She is just the most incredible kid. She's a sophomore in college now. We were told that she would never walk again when they sat me down, put this big book of childhood cancer research on the table. And they were like, well, your daughter has cancer. It is stage four. It is inoperable. And unless we do some kind of surgery, not only will she never walk again, but she may never have any body function from the waist down if we don't immediately take some pressure off of the spine. So they did. And within a few months, she started walking and she was a little delayed in her walking. So people would see her little bald head and her like kind of janky walk and be like, what's going on with this kid? But she's, you know, normal now and she has scars like crisscrossing, I mean, from her neck bone to her tailbone, she's got a thoracic incision all the way from her thoracic spine, all the way down the front, just, you know, tons of injuries. This kid has just been through it. Right. But she at 20 years old likes to wear like shirts with the backs cut out and got this radical scar on her back, like super gnarly. And she's like, I already know I want to have a tattoo, like written above my, or written down my spine, you know, that is a scripture in Proverbs that says that he will go before you and make the crooked path straight on her crooked back. <laughs> I'm like, you're go. Yes, you do it. I'll go with you. 
And so she's just a really great kid. And I'm sharing this with Jason and we're talking about this and how she is an overcomer. She's a survivor. She's a poster child for St. Jude. We've shared our story with thousands of people across the country and had some really awesome opportunities to share on behalf of St. Jude. But ultimately, all of that story to say, I'm sharing a much less wordy version because I was kind of nervous around the CEO, a much less, you know, uh, descriptive version of that story with Jason. And I just kind of like glance over and dude's got like tears coming out of his eyes. And he's like, I mean, that's the most incredible thing. Like, I can't even believe that you were 21 and 22 and going through that. Like, how did you even, you know, and I'm like, I trusted the doctors at that hospital for oncologists is still there. He's a world renowned oncologist. Like I just trusted them. I trusted them to take care of my child. Like, okay, well tell me how y'all are going to fix this. They did all the treatment, all the chemo and all the stuff. So by the time we get to the home office, I had not even met anyone else, but that encounter from somebody who's like over this company, I was like, this guy's the real deal. Like we didn't talk about ex endurance. We didn't talk about money. We didn't talk about anything like that. We talked about our lives and we connected and then the second person I met at the home office was my bestie, Mike Barron. And from that moment, I was like, these are my people. <laughs> these are my people. And so the people make the company, the leadership makes the company. And I knew by the way that Jason was invested in my story and what we had been through and his reaction to that, like it just solidified that this is a different company. This is a different relationship. And so direct sales may not be for everyone, but everyone has something like maybe your thing is making really rad cookies with paint, you know, those pretty cookies. I don't know. I, that was the first thing I thought of. Maybe I just need a cookie, but like, if that's your thing, bake the cookies and make money, <laughs> like do your thing. I just think like, I mean, women need a side hustle and it's really fun to have your own thing. Just be warned that the more work you devote to it, the bigger it can become. And it's not going to be a side hustle for long if you're really passionate about it. Mm, so let's talk about the juicy stuff a little bit, you know, let's talk a little bit about vanity because, you know, like I'm sure that, you know, if you're curious, drop a one in the chat box, like, okay, like I'm starting to like, kind of like be curious about this thing because I don't feel as skeeved anymore. And, you know, like I'm open-minded. So for one, tell us like, what rank are you on Team XND? Yeah, I don't even know. She asked me yesterday, do you know what rank she is? And I was like, no. Yeah, what <laughs> rank are you? I just hit coach for the second time. So that's, right? I just hit coach for the first time. I saw that with our post. And then like, we're all going to be going to the Dominican Republic together. Like, that's going to be so fun. That's just really so it's the hitting coach was not even on my radar, but I have an incredible friend named Brittany, who is the owner of the CrossFit gym I go to. It's CrossFit Blue Blood because get this, y'all, she's so badass. She is a former border patrol agent and she's just so cool. And her husband is like a U.S. Marshal in the Memphis area. Y'all, we got a whole bunch of action going on in Memphis. So there's lots of stuff to keep him busy. But anyway, her gym took a hit, y'all. And in the pandemic. And, you know, she was trying to loan out equipment and help everybody, you know, like she was desperately trying to keep things running and trying to do workouts online. And we all know, like, it's, you know, it's hard, it's hard to get motivated. And so I could tell that she was really financially taking a hit. And so I thought if I can help her supplement, like pun totally not intended, <laughs> supplement her income with X Endurance, because so many of her members and she were all on the products already like we had a cute little display that we put up like you know right before the quarantine hit so nobody got to see it and I thought if I can help her make some money then 
it'll bless both of us, you know, because I really want her to not feel so defeated after 2020. And so a few months back, we started doing like little challenges and little things that started, you know, promoting the products. You know, we've got a lot of competitive CrossFit athletes at our gym and, or not a lot, but several, several. And there was a couple of them that tested their, their VO2 max using the extreme endurance. And I mean, they wanted more speed. They wanted more reps or whatever, and they got them. And so then, you know, of course, everybody else is like, well, I want to increase mine. And so talking to more people and Mike Barron's really helped drive that train because he's so familiar with helping gyms and trainers and getting her to pro a few months back, like the excitement that was happening of her hitting pro which is the first level, uh, the first rank in X Endurance, it came with a $250 bonus. Well, that $250 bonus was huge for her. It's huge for anyone. $250 is a lot of money. I don't care who you are. If you told Oprah, hey, I got an extra $250. Do you want it? She would take it. Like nobody turns down money. And so Brittany's like, okay, all right, $250. This is great. What else? What's next? Next bonus was $500. And then we both just earned the trip. And so now she's got other CrossFit gym owners going, what are you doing? what's going on, you know, because they've taken a hit. And so this has provided one more stream of income for her at the gym that is going to continue because people, oh, I'm out of creatine. I'm out of protein. I'm out of my omegas. Like I need more. And it's just, anyway, it's just kind of, you know, works like that, but helping her get to pro. And then my daddy, once again, he's back on my team. (laughs) Y'all do not discount the old people in the world. His website is xendurance.com slash fit baby boomer. How cute is that? I love it. He's so great. So anyway, he's got a team building and he like sends me a text screenshot of his check for, for January. And he's like, is this, is this for real? Is this what I'm getting for January? And I was like, yeah, daddy, that's it. He's like, this is unbelievable. What are you doing? You know? And it was just like, I'm like, dad, I'm just talking to people that you've talked to. Like it's, we're just helping people. And so him and my mom are doing the wellness challenge with us. I don't know if anybody on here is doing it. I know Tiffany was doing it. Those recipes are amazing. My mom's lost 12 pounds. My dad's lost like nine pounds on it. And my sister who's 24 lives at home again, and she's lost about eight pounds too. So that to me, I mean, my family losing weight and becoming healthier, that kind of tops the list. That's awesome. I don't, I don't even know what the question was at this point. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay. So you're a coach now. So we have this right here and we look at it every morning when we set our goals. So coach is level <laughs> one, two, three, four. Only like you're barely like even halfway in. If you can't start her, it's five, right? Yeah. So captain. You're, right, you're halfway in. So, you know, like after a year and a half of doing this, and you said this is the long-term game, and I want to hear about your goals in just a second, but, you know, being a coach, like what is the residual income that you already provide to your family? Since it was the second time I hit it, I didn't get the bonus this time. It was about half of what it was, I think. No, it was way less than half, but it was, I don't do any of the math in our house or the finances, but I mean, it more than paid for Christmas. And, oh, well, here's an easier thing to say. So we got our little tax 1099 and looking back over the year without even having hit any big ranks until the very, very, very last month of the year, we still, I still made y'all terrible at the math, but way more than what we're paying in products and enough to where I can see that if this is just, if that was just my first full calendar year in X endurance, and that's what we brought in then this year is going to be even better. And by the third year, which is what they say is kind of the benchmark, like give it three years of solid effort, you know, and then you'll really know if this is going to be good. I have no doubt, like at this point. So I think I want to say, I mean, I know it was over a thousand dollars that we made for January. I don't remember the exact total, but it was definitely like, y'all, I mean, 
I'm working from my cell phone. Like it's not, you know, people are like, oh, okay. So it's not like you're making six figures. And I'm like, well, no, but I've made six figures in direct sales before. And I absolutely believe I'll do it again. You know, I mean, I'm watching what other people are making and I'm like, all right, I'll just do what they're doing. You know, it's so duplicatable. It's so easy to follow everybody else. You know, if it's already been done for us, why not? You know, oh yeah, that emotion challenge, that thousand dollars. It only took me 12 rounds of the 21 day motion challenge to get the thousand dollars. Persistence. <laughs> a bunch of you guys want a thousand bucks already, but you guys, yeah. she's not meaning a thousand bucks from winning the in motion challenge. She means she's getting a check of a thousand bucks at the beginning every single month. She's getting that check, not the okay, you need to enter a lottery and hope and pray that within 12 times you're going to win it. Like she earns that shit every single month. And the cool thing about this is like in the first year, nothing big ever happens in any business ever in the history of all of the time. Because if you're starting something from nothing, you're trying to push a train from a dead stop and it's been on its tracks all rusty and shit for who knows how long, right? So it takes time. But when you keep persisting, and you keep going, right? Year one, year two, year three, then the momentum's going. Now it requires less effort for more reward, right? So that's essentially like, that's what we're working towards. So Sarah, talk to me. So you've been like in the, you know, direct sales for quite some time. And I'm just curious for myself, like, what is the potential of this? Because again, like, you know, like our main thing is improve you and teaching you guys, you know, how to take care of ourselves, uh, how to take care of yourself. And of course, X endurance is just really in alignment, you know, with everything that we teach. And that's why we're so passionate about it. But, you know, as far as your goals go, like, you know, let's talk about five years down the road, like knowing the potential that you have already experienced and seen. Where do you see yourself within Team X and D? How much will you be earning? And then let's talk 10 years. I think that would require me to do a little more planning (laughs) mentally. I was just, I think it was Mike and I were talking last week or the week before. And he asked me, oh, no, it was the new year. He's like, what do you, like, what do you see for yourself during 2021? Like, what are your goals? What are your long-term goals? And five years from now, where do you want to be? And I'm like, I've never been good at that question. You know, they ask you that your senior year in high school. Where do you see yourself in five years? And I'm like. I don't know where I see myself in five days. Like, I have no idea. I just, you know, like I said, I kind of like roll with it and and whatever happens, happens, but it all depends on our work. So if I'm going to be putting forth effort, I know that it's going to, I know that it's going to pay off. It took me a good solid three years of not working the other supplement company that I was in because I was, it overlapped doing the jewelry business. And I didn't want people to get confused. I didn't want people to think, oh, she's trying to sell everything, you know, because we all have that friend that does the nails and also the makeup or, you know, what, and you're just like, well, pick a team. You can't ride two horses with one butt. You know, you want to make sure you're devoted to something, but having lost one of those incomes, I'm now like, oh, I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket ever again. Like I will have multiple streams of income forever, you know? And so for me to know that there are people that are doing this ahead of us, teaching us what they're doing and to lean on them and to lean on their leadership and, you know, use them as third party credibility. Like I still to this day can't, after being on the products for over 18 months, I still can't tell you all of the ingredients and all the clinical studies and all the science. I just know they work. If somebody wants to know all that stuff, then I put them on a zoom with Mike Barron's or Jason St. Clair, you know what I mean? Like I just, 
my resources. And so, I mean, I don't know how the freaking internet works. I can send an email and I trust it's going to get to where it goes. It doesn't keep me from sending emails just because I don't know what's, how it works, you know, but I just feel like when we're passionate about something and we share it with everyone and then we help those people share it with other people, it, you know, it's, it's going to just snowball. The same thing where if you like have a favorite website that you order seasonings from or whatever, and you get a $5 kickback every time you send your referral code to someone, you're going to send your referral code to people and they're going to send theirs to people. And you know, it, everybody likes to get something for their efforts, but to not answer that question, I don't know where I'll be in five or 10 years. I do. I fully expect to be making six figures within the next couple of years. I have no doubt direct sales has that potential and I work hard enough for it and I see it happening. And I like to have, I like to live comfortably. So I, <laughs> I would like to get to that point. I love the analogy that you just gave. I don't need to know how it works and how it gets me there. I just need to trust that it's going to get me there. Yes. Not knowing exactly how the email goes through the air and the interwebs and the (laughs) waves of whatever. It's proven that it's going to get to the destination if I type in the right characters and I don't need to know the rest. Here's why I'm just grateful for X Endurance. Like Aaron actually worked for X Endurance like back in the day when there were before Mike Barons. Like when they were just a company, you know, and then you know they called her up and they're like, you know, we're multi-level, like, you know, do you want to join the team? And we had like one conversation, we're like, well, we know nothing about it. But then we know that we loved X Endurance. So we're like, sign me up. No, my response, I had looked into multi-level marketing before because I know the power of it. I could just never get behind any of the brands. I was like, I tried Isogenics. I was like, fuck that. Sorry if that offends anybody, but I'm not really sorry, actually. I tried Herbalife or whatever. And I was like, man, the business model really is genius. Everybody's trying to help everybody because everybody wins when that happens. So I thought the business model was genius. When X Endurance told me, when Jason called me, he's like, oh, sorry. He called me a month after they started it. I'll remember. He's like, I'm so sorry. We forgot to tell you when we're reaching out to, you know, all the OGs or whatever. He's like, you know, this is our new business model. I was like, say no more. Where do I sign up? It was like, no, this. And then Sarit and I were. Share it with them. Share it with them. Yeah, this so is important. I, I immediately, I was like, Sarit, you're signing up. And, and, and I've got like, I've also got, I've got my mom under me. I've got my little brother and I've got my mom under him. Because like, if I can help my family also to figure out how to help themselves, gosh, like there's so many opportunities to transform people's lives. It's insane. Um, but yeah, it was not even a question for me. It was like, yeah, sign me up. Where, where do I go? How much, what do I got to do? And the cool thing is that X endurance doesn't require you to have to buy $500 worth of shit. You don't even know you're going to use or like, or want to give to anybody when you, when you sign up, they also, there's also the option. They basically took all the good things about this uh, business structure and they've implemented it. And they've taken all the things that they heard were like shitty about this business model. And they're like, well, let's not do it that way. So, you know, you're not required to buy, you know, put down 600 bucks when you first sign up. You know, if you just want to buy the products as a customer, great. Buy the products as a customer. If you just want the discounts, but you don't want to sell it, great. That's an option too. If you do want to sell it and you want the discounts, cool. That's an option too. Because the approach is wherever you're at, we're here for you. And we're not trying to just push you into something that you don't want to do. 
Yeah, that's good. I, I am. That is, I'm really excited to hear that that was your response because it's, it's, I know there was a lot of pushback. They, they got a lot of opposite responses because people are like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Why, what, why change a good thing? You know, well, instead of just the, the people that were involved at that time, like, look at how many people are now a part of this thing because of how they've changed and how they were willing. And this is like the vision of 2020 coming into 2021. It's, we have to be willing to think differently when we see that there is something changing. It doesn't always mean we have to change our mind about something, but we need to be open to it. We need to be like, put it in perspective. You know, there's, like I said, at the very beginning of this call, like, the things that I had my clients doing when I was 18 and 19 years old are things that I would never do now. And there are things that I would have them doing now that weren't even, I didn't even know they existed back then. Like planks, (laughs) nobody did planks in 1998 (laughs) or box jumps or burpees. So, but you look at now and look how fitness has evolved. Our mind has to go with, you know, our mind has to, has to change too and, and evolve a little bit. And I think like the, the the company I was with prior to X Endurance, in order to make the biggest discount or get the biggest discount and make the biggest profit or, or whatever, was to invest and wait for it, $3,000 in products. Now, you could graciously break this up over six weeks in three payments, or you could just do it all at once and get the bigger discount up front. So that's what we did until there was like five massive boxes of products on our front porch. And Gary Barker was like, get rid of it, sell it, make the money back. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, what have I done? <laughs> what are we doing? And so, and it, and we did all our families, our, all our family and friends trusted that we were doing, knew what we were doing, bought the products. We ended up breaking even on that, making a little profit. And from then on, we were like, okay, we could do this. But that very rarely would people just do what we did and, and spend that much money to invest in, in a new business. X endurance has taken all of that uh, fear and risk out of it. Yeah. When you think about it, like the, I always ask why, why would you try to get me to give you this much money initially when I haven't even tried anything yet? And they know, they know statistically, most people who start a business are going to fail within the first year. So if they can get a certain amount of money on the very front end with this, you know, sweet promise and expectation, very damn well knowing that most people are not going to do it. They've at least made theirs, right? Like that, that frustrates me. So <clears throat> I love that X and Nerds took it out of there, but I think we got a jam. Yeah. This I, 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 I want to just like add a couple more things. And for one, Sarah, just, you know, you're very authentic and raw and real and, and we are too. And I know that a lot of people who are going to be hearing this are going to be mad. So now if you're listening to this and you're mad, you probably turned it off. But if you're still mad, then get the fuck over it. Um, however, here here is why I am just becoming so passionate about this. And, you know, like, again, like I'm talking to you guys, like having no experience, like in multi-level marketing. But, you know, if you want to just fulfill financial freedom. What you guys have to focus on is how can I master the game so that I can play with residual and passive income? Until then, you are going to be exchanging your time for money for the rest of their life, spinning, spinning like a rat on a wheel, just like you've done with your weight loss until you've come to us. And that's a frustrating life, you guys. 
It's a frustrating life. You always feel like you're somebody's slave. Half the time, you're not even fulfilled at doing what you do. You're always financially stressed. When I hear people saying, I want to do this, but you know, I'm scared to spend 30 bucks. I'm like, you have a way bigger problem. The fact that you don't know what are the pillars of life are. And I'm really passionate about this, you guys, because we live in an economic world. And if you haven't figured out how to play the money game, then you're always going to fucking struggle. And life is too short for you to struggle. I'm really, really passionate about this. So, you know, like, you know, if you were to follow the rich dad, poor dad formula of going from an employee to a small business owner, to a business owner, to an investor, you guys, the amount of money, time and effort that you're going to have to put in in order for it to be successful is insane. Insane. If you want to have passive income with real estate, which is the most stable form of investment, not Bitcoin, not fucking stocks, all that bullshit goes up and down like a codependent, angry relationship. We ain't got time for that shit. You want that stability, yo. Then you have to have made millions of dollars and spent so much time learning about it to become an expert in real estate. That's why all the real estate experts, you guys, are in their 60s or 70s. They, the amount of time and money that they've spent to learn the lessons that they've learned took so long, you guys. But with this, all you need is 95 bucks. 95 bucks to sign up as a Team X and D a business owner. That's all you need, 95 bucks. And you need to just love the product so that you can invest a hundred bucks a month. That's it. That's it. And if you're playing the long-term haul and you're doing it right, like Sarah does, like we do by just being so passionate about it, Within five years, within 10 years, you can make hundreds of thousands of dollars, not having to try to figure out how can I get this big job that can pay me millions of dollars where I don't have time for myself or for my family so that hopefully I can make the time to start learning how to invest in real estate or maybe give my money to to a financial advisor who doesn't know anything about, you know, like, um, you know, investments themselves. And then you end up going broke and you're like, I can't trust anybody. I'm like, dude, all you need is to just open up your mind and just hustle. And if you, and if you believe in it, like I do, then you guys, like you are going to create financial freedom for yourself and for your family. So that when your kid says, mom, I want this, you never, you never have to come back with honey. I want to give it to you, but This has officially become a sales pick <laughs> and I'm not apologizing. I'm about to drop some things. If you're watching this on YouTube. Here's also the beauty. Check this out. When I think about this, oh, I'm going to drop some links. Guess who's not mine. Why? Because that shit doesn't, that doesn't, it only benefits me and the people above me. Guess what? I'm going to drop the people who are connected to me. They're going to benefit. The people above them are going to benefit. I'm going to benefit. The people above me are going to benefit. The whole company is going to benefit. And you will because you bought it. And you're going to take the supplements and you're going to have, have uh, positive results from that. Tell me there is something wrong with that, please. So you, if you're watching this on YouTube, click the link below. But <laughs> you guys, you guys hear, hear us say this every day, Sarah. I don't know if you ever heard our, our mission statement. Or our chant. You guys, if you know this, unmute then, yourself. Then unmute yourself. We are on a mission to transform to change the lives. Ready? Okay. Ready? 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 Three, two, 
One, we are on a mission to change the lives, lives of millions. 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 Same. Same. Life Lifestyle. 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 I feel like it's that Saturday night, like that Saturday night live skit. It looked like y'all were doing at the beginning where they're, they're singing and they're trying to sing with the other one singing at the same time. You know what I'm talking about? The y'all were doing it at the beginning where you were trying to say the same thing at the same time, but you didn't know. Okay. Somebody's seen it. Okay. Thank you, Kim. <laughs> but, but you know, in all seriousness, I don't know if you actually like uh, got the whole thing, but we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. You know, like, for example, with where we're at in our journey, you guys, we know that we're on, a, we're on track to create financial freedom because for us, it is very much in our goals. But, you know, by the time that I'll be able to teach you real estate investment or all of that, I'm telling you, you guys, I'm going to be like 50 or 60. Like, you're going to have to stick, to stick around for like 30 years. But the amount of residual income that you'll be able to create for yourself between now and then until I get myself enough time to, to figure out how to play that game and enough money to, to have that money to drop on that game, we're wasting a lot of time. Yeah. And, and you, can, you can literally, like, the best time to start anything is now. Like, if you want any form of financial freedom, and each and every one of you guys should want financial freedom, because otherwise you're just cutting yourself too short. You guys, life is abundant, and if you want an abundant life, you have to make it a priority to fulfill a life of financial freedom. So just like, oh, I like, I, I want all of you guys to be on Team X and D because, because you guys, like we want to help you to be successful. And here's the, the other cool piece of this is like, you guys don't have to do it alone. We started our business. Guess who we had? Us. You guys, there's successful people like Sarah, like Mike, like ourselves, um, there's so many other people. There's free Zoom calls that they do all the time to help educate. They provide resources. Like whenever can you find a way to start a business for $95? You don't want to know the amount of money we've invested in ours. Just this year. Just this month. It's five days in. But um, anyways, you know what? To, to be honest, like you guys know who's involved. If you're interested, reach out to somebody who you know is involved that can help you. I'm not going to tell you, you have to come to us or go to Sarah or go to whoever it just reach out to somebody you trust who, you know, is going to help you, um, to succeed because that's really what it's about at the end of the day. Amen. Amen. Yep. Somebody you have a connection with somebody that you, you can relate to. Um, maybe that's Sarah and not us guys. We do the same thing and we could have invited Sarah to be like, Oh no, what if she comes and takes our people? That's not what this is about. You know what I mean? Like we, we know very damn well. Maybe some of you guys are like, oh my God, I can totally relate to her. I have like 19 kids also. And like, I need to talk to her. Great. Or <laughs> right. I split open my, my, my <laughs> leggings and I don't wear panties either. <laughs> you know, now, you know, now y'all know. <laughs> yeah. This is about your success. So really, truly. Um, and we have a Facebook group page that if you just want to learn more and you're like, Hey, I'm not ready to commit. Uh, you know, it's, I'm still a little sketched out or nervous. Um, there's a, what is it? Aaron and Sarit team XND. What's that page called guys? I don't even know. XND babes, Aaron and Sarit or something like that. You can just go in there and just ask questions, just learn, just 
figure out who can help you. There's so many people that you don't have to do this alone either. So if it is of interest to you, fantastic, reach out to somebody. If it's not, that's okay too. Sarah, but if, if they have any questions to ask, or maybe they want to talk about leggings or X endurance or whatever, where can they, if you want to buy sports apparel, Sarah's got it going on too. I can tell you what not to buy that. And I can tell you the ones that (laughs) I could honestly say though, like, I, I, I think you guys are amazing and you're such an inspiration to me and, and, and really everyone, whether they're in the fitness industry or not. But, um, you know, I would, I would love to answer anybody's questions, help anyone just know you, you still gonna be directed right back to Aaron and Street <laughs> for team X and D. I, uh, I'm not about that. It, it is truly all about integrity in this company. And like, you guys are the best community. I'm in this community with you. I am here as your sister, as your friend to like help you and encourage you. I'll hop on a zoom with you and your mama. If you need me to do that, it's fine. Um, uh, but just know that you guys are absolutely in the right place. Oh, you're Thank awesome. You. Um, Sarah, where can, they, where can they connect with you? Other than um, so, our Facebook group too now. Then in our Facebook yeah. group. The I know, yeah. The I started with y'all in the Turkey Shred. I can't remember how, if, I think, I mean, that was the first thing I did with y'all. And I'm pretty sure Mike asked me if I would do it like for eight days or whatever and for accountability. And I'm like, well, sure, you know, yeah, I'll do it. And so that was kind of my first, you know, it, introduction to y'all and it was really amazing but that was a year ago October or November Thanksgiving's in November a year ago November so it's been a while but I um so I'm on Instagram mostly Sarah Barker Fitness on Instagram and I have the two YouTube channels one is my Sarah Barker Fitness it's mostly dance fitness we were talking about that earlier um it's mostly dance fitness on there but then there's the she moves free YouTube channel where you can find the fabulous Aaron and Sarit videos. You can find my, my videos and multiple other awesome coaches. I'm, I'm sure you guys are aware of those, but y'all have access to the best of the best in this community as far as fitness workouts and stuff. But, um, and then my Facebook business page is Sarah Barker fitness, but y'all can friend me. We can be real friends for real on Facebook. It's Sarah Rucker Barker, like two very funny last names, Rucker Barker. Rucker Barker. Awesome. Hey, Sarah, thank you so much for your time. I know that this went like way over, but and we know your time is, you know, very precious. So once again, thank you. And you guys, you know, once again, thank you for spending your morning with us. We know that your time is very, is very valuable. We hope that, you know, the investment of time that you made in this conversation will provide more value to your life. That is really the purpose of each and every conversation. Sarah, like, it was phenomenal. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review. Wink, wink. And remember... Life is more fun when you subscribe to Aaron and Sarit.